On this week's episode of A Drier Dose of Disney, Jared shares the best foods and places to eat at California Adventure. Welcome to another episode of A Drier Dose of Disney. I'm your host, Jared Dreyer. And today we are in episode two of our food special, and we are going to be taking you through California Adventure today out there in Anaheim. So last week we had some special guests on the podcast, and we talked about Disneyland and all the great places to eat there. And today we're just going to hop right across uh, the aisle there over to California Adventure, and we're going to go through the park there and talk to you about the five best restaurants to eat at, the five best food items, and then the five best snacks. That way you've got a good list to choose from when you're out there at the parks, uh, depending on your day, how it's going, and where your family is. Sometimes kids get hungry and you may want to grab a snack, so you're going to know the best ones to get. Sometimes it's that meal time and you want to go find a place to sit down, or maybe you're making a reservation in the future. So we want to make sure that we've got you covered on all of those different fronts there. So these are our top places to eat over at California Adventure. But before we get started, I want to explain a couple things. First, this is a series of 11 episodes. So we are going to be covering the Anaheim Parks and Downtown Disney first. Then we're going to hop over to Orlando and go through the Disney Parks and Disney Springs and Universal over there and, and City Walk as well. So we've got a lot of really good episodes coming, but we are starting on the West Coast. Then we're going to hop over out east. Uh, we do want to remind if you're not subscribed to our podcast yet, please click that subscribe button wherever you're listening to us whether that's on a podcast format or you're over on YouTube watching the video. And if you're watching the video, you get to see me talking to you while we go through these things. And then please support us if you get an opportunity over at Patreon. All we're asking for is if you found a tip or trick that saved you some time or money or made your life a little bit better on your next Disney or Universal vacation, please hop over to Patreon and support us. There is a link in the bottom of our podcast as well as on our YouTube page for you to get to Patreon and support us. And you can throw us a couple bucks there or become a permanent subscriber. And if you do that, you're going to get access to our How to Go to Disney for Almost Free episode, as well as our Butterbeer Recipe episode, which is a great one. Next, when we talk about food, you're going to hear this on the next uh, series of episodes when we go through all the different food at the different parks. There's a couple things to keep in mind. Number one, all of the parks, whether it's Disney, Universal, they're all serving the standard hot dogs, hamburgers, chicken nuggets, and pizza at almost every single park. So we're not going to spend a lot of time on those. We're going to skip over those. They're all generally the same. And those are the things usually the little kids want to stick with just because they're familiar with it. What we want to cover are the things you're going to enjoy as either the adult or somebody with a more mature palate. So we want to talk about the best places to eat, the best foods that are out there. And we're not going to cover all those uh, typical fare that are out there in all the different parks. Finally, my last disclosure is I am one person. And even when we go in a group with uh, my family or friends, we can only cover so much of the park. So we have eaten at almost every single restaurant in most of the parks. We have tried most of the food items in the parks, but there is no way for us to try every single thing that's out there. And especially when you're talking about places like an Epcot, where they're always doing the food and wine festival or the garden festival and things are always changing. We are not always going to be able to try every single food item that's out there in the park. So please keep that in mind. There could be some hidden gems out there. There may be things that you enjoy that we didn't talk about. And I apologize if we miss those. 
What we're covering is we're going to cover the best food items that we've had or our friends or family have had, and we want to share and pass those on to you so that you know exactly where to go when you're in the park and where the best items are. So without any further ado, let's jump right into California Adventure. And what I'm going to start with today is I'm going to start with the restaurants and the five best places to eat. And number five on my list is Flo's V8 Cafe over in Cars Land. If you have not been to Flo's, it is tough to miss because it is bright with neon lights, especially when it's lit up at night. But it is the main restaurant area in the Cars Land as you walk towards Radiator Springs Racers. So it's very easy to find. But Flo's is a great fun place. It's a quick service diner. It is set up as a 50s diner. So if you're familiar with the 50s diners that are in a lot of the major large cities out there, this is very on par with that. They've got the fun older music playing. They've got a lot of shakes. They've got malts. They've got all those kinds of fun things there. And Flo's V8 Cafe is not just nostalgic as far as a 50s diners goes, but it's also part of Cars Land and part of the whole world with Lightning McQueen and all of that. So when you're at Flo's V8 Cafe, not only will you get some of those good foods, and I do recommend the shakes there, but you're going to be able to, when you're eating, you're going to see when they bring Mater out or they bring Lightning McQueen out and you're going to see them driving up and down the street. So it's a fun environment. It's a good atmosphere to go to. So we definitely recommend Flo's VA Cafe at California Adventures, one of the top five places to eat. That's actually our number five spot, which then leads me into our number four spot, which is just a few feet away over at the Cozy Cone Motels. And the reason Cozy Cone Motels does better than Flo's V8 is the food is better. Over at the Cozy Cones, you've got multiple cones that will do everything from soft serve and churros to actual food. And there are some great items in these cones. So I do recommend go check out each one. And in fact, I would even say hop online or take a look at the apps to see what's available at each one because they have multiple choices at each place. And a lot of people only see the couple big items that are coming out. But what I love about Cozy Cone Motels is they give you a lot of variety. You have choice. And because there's multiple lines, you're able to usually get through pretty quick and do your order, whether that's mobile or at the window, and get your food item and get out of there. The only downside to Cozy Cone is there's not a lot of seating. So you don't have a lot of places where you can hang out and eat. But if you just hop over to Flo's V8, there's plenty of room over there. And so you're going to be able to find a seat and relax for a few minutes over at Flo's V8. Again, these are just a few feet away from one another, and they take my number five and number four spot for top restaurants in the parks. Let's jump to number three restaurant in the park. And I'm going to admit I cheated a little bit on number three. And what I'm calling the number three is the Pacific Wharf Cafe. And actually, I'm going to tell you everything over at the Pacific Wharf counts as number three. And the reason is there is a ton of seating. So A, you can get your whole family and your whole group over there very easy. Number two, you have multiple restaurants to choose from. The Pacific Wharf Cafe is our top go-to spot in that area, but they also have Asian food. They have Mexican food. They've got lots of different options for you over there that you can choose from. So if you've got a picky eater and you want a few minutes to sit down and relax, we're going to recommend head over to the Pacific Wharf Cafe area. And it's a landing that you're going to have a lot of tables and a lot of options. And that way, if your family needs to split up and choose different foods, you totally can. We actually do that all the time where we'll go and plan to do our lunch or our dinner over there. And we will say, hey, everyone can go get what they want. And then we'll all come back and eat it together at the same table. So 
Specific though to Pacific Wharf, I do not have this on my top five meals, but I do want to call out, uh, you can get bread bowls there. Like we talked about in our Disneyland episode, the soups and the bread bowls at Disneyland are really good and they're located at a few different places throughout the park. Here at California Adventure, you don't have as many locations, but they are available over at the Pacific Wharf Cafe. And so if you like that sort of thing, we definitely recommend go check it out over there because they're very good and the food quality is just phenomenal in this area. So that is our number three pick. Our number two pick is actually my favorite, though the reason it didn't get number one, I'll explain in just a minute. But my number two pick is Wine Country Trattoria. And this is a very large restaurant. You can't miss it. When you are walking down towards the uh, pier area and you are in the main street area, you are going to pass the Wine Country restaurant. It is centrally located. It's got a ton of seating and the food is very good over there. Being Italian food, you do get the options of the spaghetti, the fettuccine, the lasagna. You do get the salads. You get a whole bunch of different options. The desserts there are phenomenal as well. It does take a reservation, so we recommend reserve early, usually at your 60-day window to get into wine country. But they've got great drinks. They've got great food. And it's definitely a great place to escape the crowd a little bit. If you're seated outdoors on a nice day, you're seated up higher so you can see what's going on, which is nice. If you can get indoors, obviously, you're going to be in the air conditioning. And the food there is just that comfort Italian home-cooked food that we love and it is so good. So we try to stop there every single time we can, but Wine Country Tutoria is a great place. That is my number two. That brings me to our number one recommendation. And this is a place we've eaten at a few times before, and that is Carthay Circle. This is by far at California Adventures, the nicest uh, restaurant on site. It is exquisite in there. So it is fine dining at Disney at California Adventure. The food there is phenomenal. And it is very chef-inspired, meaning that the serving sizes are a little bit smaller. These aren't things that you're going to share like you may over at Wine Country. These are things that are smaller portions, but they are flavored so intensely and so well. And things complement the drink so well. You are going to love the fine dining experience at Carthay Circle. So that is why it's our top recommended place at California Adventure is it's a total experience of fine dining, of getting some great foods that are chef-inspired, that are going to have some great flavors and some great pairings if you drink wine or other types of alcohol. So we definitely recommend that as our top place over at California Adventure. Of course, with that, you will need to get reservations. They do have a lounge that you can get some of the menu items at if you wanted to stop in. So that is also a recommendation. But at the end of the day, Carthay Circle is our top recommended restaurant at California Adventure. With that, now what I want to do is I want to jump into the top meals over at California Adventure. And ironically, I'm looking through my list here. None of these meals, with the exception of one, is available at any of my top five restaurants, which is ironic. Now, when you're thinking about the restaurants that we talked about, uh, Flo's V8 Cafe, that one is very much an atmosphere. That one's very fun to go to. Pacific Wharf Cafe is that central area where you're going to have a lot of options and a lot of flexibility. That's why we recommend that. Wine Country Tutoria is your traditional Italian fare. It's a great place to eat, to escape the heat. And uh, it's very nice, but it's like an Olive Garden. You may have that at home. These food items are very specific items. So they don't make the restaurant, but they are worth getting, if that makes sense. And looking at the list here, one, two, three, four, five, all of them can be done through quick service. 
So that is a great way to just go stop in, use your mobile order, go pick something up and bring that back to your family and share these items. So with diving into the food, our number five is over at Pim's Test Kitchen, which is a brand new place over on the Avengers campus. And it is the PB3 Supreme. And this is a sandwich. A lot of people refer to it as an Elvis sandwich that has peanut butter jelly. It has bananas on it and candied bacon. So if you've never had that before, if that sounds strange to you, I do recommend it. I've had this at multiple restaurants aside from Pim's as well. And if you enjoy any of these flavors at all, to combine peanut butter and banana is a really good thing. And it's a really great sandwich. And the candied bacon is awesome because it's that sugary crisp bacon that goes in there. So it gives it a little sweet kick to that sandwich. But the PB3 Superb is the best sandwich over at Pim's by far. And that makes number five on our list. Number four is just a few feet away. And that is also in the Avengers campus. And that is the chicken shawarma. And if you are not familiar with the Avengers movie, there is a running gag at the end of the first Avengers movie after they save New York, where Tony Stark tells the team that they should go get shawarma. And if you watch the after credits, which you can do on Disney+, Plus. You can see that the team is all sitting at a shawarma place eating shawarma together. So because of that, they played on the joke and they now have a shawarma stand over on the Avengers campus and they have a chicken shawarma that is very good. It's got very good flavoring. It is perfect to eat when you're on the go because you can take it with you and it's not super filling, especially if you're going to share it with somebody else. Unlike some of the other foods on our list, this one's not as heavy. The PB3 Superb is a little bit heavier. And then my top two ones are pretty heavy. The chicken shawarma is not as heavy. So this is something that if you want to be a little bit lighter, you're going to share it. The chicken shawarma is a great place to go over on the Avengers campus and get that. Number three on my list, and actually I had a tough time deciding between one, two, and three because they're all so good. But the number three on my list are the street tacos over at Cocina Cucamonga, which is actually right next to that Pacific Wharf Cafe. So it's in that same landing area. So this is just right off to the side of the pier. It's straight across from wine country. If you're down in that area by the pier, you can't miss it because you're going to see where Pacific Wharf and Cocina Cucamonga are and where that seating area is. But the street tacos there are phenomenal. Again, like I was just saying, this is a lighter food that you can eat. I would even say I may not share this one just because they're not huge. I may get a few tacos and eat one myself and let my family have another one and and share that way. But the street tacos over there are just phenomenal. They're so good. Uh, You definitely want to check it out. And that is a great option going back to our top five restaurants. My wife loves the Pacific Wharf Cafe in that area. Cocina Cucamonga is right there. So maybe you guys split it up. Maybe somebody goes and gets the bread bowl or somebody goes and gets the street tacos, or maybe somebody goes and gets the Asian food that's over there. So a lot of good options there, but the street tacos are very good. That leads me to my number two, which is back over at the Cozy Cone Motel, and that is the bacon mac and cheese in the bread cone. And this is a go-to staple for us. Every single time we go to California Adventure, we never miss getting the bacon mac and cheese because it's a quick service item. We can just walk up to the counter, order that, and we can eat it as we go. And it's something we like to share as a family. But the mac and cheese is super creamy. It is so good. It's got little bits of bacon in there. That is just phenomenal. And then, of course, once you get through the mac and cheese, that cone is just covered in that cheese sauce. And now you can peel it apart and start eating the cone. And the cone is great. So that is actually over at the Cozy Cone Motel. That is our top recommendation 
is the bacon mac and cheese over there. And of course, it made our top five list. It's in the number two spot. And that is our favorite comfort food in the park by far, which now brings me to our number one uh, food item in the park. And this is, keep in mind, not snacks yet. We'll get to those in just a second, but an actual item that you could sit down and eat like a meal. Our number one item are the lobster nachos over at the Lamplight Lounge. And this is right when you start walking onto uh, the pier, you're going to find the Lamplight Lounge there. And the lobster nachos are just to die for. If you like any type of nachos, chips, salsa, stuff like that, you want to go check out the lobster nachos. They've got some great sauces on there. It's got lobster meat all over it. These are a decent sized, actually, nachos for the price. And you get a pretty good amount of lobster meat in there. But they are so good. And if you're like our family at all, our daughter doesn't love shellfish. So this is perfect because my wife and I will share it and we get to eat all the lobster and she'll pick out a few of the chips and eat some of those. But they are big enough to share. And we do recommend the lobster nachos over at the Lamplight Lounge. That's the best item in the park, I think, as far as food goes. Let's jump over now, though, to our top five snacks. So these snacks are, are very unique. And I'm going to tell you, I, I have a debate between number one and number two, because I actually, I think most people will like the number one item more, which is why it's in number one, but I do like the number two item more. So we'll talk about that here in just a second. But number five, a unique item that made the list is our cheese stick. And by cheese stick, this is not your traditional fried mozzarella cheese that you're going to find at an Italian restaurant or something like that. This is more similar to a corn dog. It is at the corn dog castle. And it, ins instead of being filled with a uh, hot dog in the middle, it has got the a yellow cheese in there. And this is just so good. Uh, especially if you get it hot, that cheese is melted in there. You take a bite and it just oozes all over the place. But the cheese stick over at the corn dog castle is really good if you like cheese and you like corn dog type of things. Of course, at the Corn Dog Castle, you can get some other items such as corn dogs. And we talked about the corn dogs on our Disneyland episode, which is why I didn't include them here. Those are phenomenal. But this cheese stick is very unique. This is something that I've not had outside of California Adventure, and it is really good. So we definitely encourage you to go check that out. Number four is also a unique item to this park that we've only had at California Adventure. And I've not checked. It may be available at some of the other parks, but I've only had it here. And that is funnel cake fries. So aside from your traditional funnel cake that you can actually get at quite a few of the different Disney parks, these are fry-like uh, structures. So they're all individual, which is why we like them because they're easy to share and they're covered in the same type, types of toppings. So whether it's strawberry or you get whipped cream or chocolate, uh, you can cover them there. But they're easier to eat. They're easier to pick at. And of course, they're funnel cakes. So they're awesome. So we want to tell you, Definitely go check out the funnel cake fries. Number three on my list, if you are a savory person, this is our top savory treat in the entire park, is back over at Pim's Test Kitchen, they have a giant pretzel. And this pretzel is a Bavarian pretzel and it is bigger than my head. Uh, so this is a great item to share as well. Of course, the gag over at Pim's is that being the test kitchen, some things are bigger or smaller than other items. So if you get the chicken sandwich, it's got a huge piece of chicken with a little tiny bun, and it's because of Ant-Man shrinking things or growing things. That's why it's like that. The chicken's huge and the bun is small. Likewise, this giant pretzel is huge. It's absolutely massive. So it's a lot of food. It's, like I said, great to share. 
They have a beer cheese sauce that comes with it that is absolutely excellent. And if you like beer cheese on pretzel, you definitely want to go check out the giant pretzel at Pim's. That is one that I love savory treats. So I'm going to go get this every single time that I go to the park over there in the Avengers campus. So I definitely want to check that out. That brings me to number two, which is my personal favorite in the park. But a lot of people, it may be a little too sweet for some people. And that is the churro shake from Schmoozies. And this churro shake is so good. It is a cinnamon sugar based shake. So like a very strong snickerdoodle type shake. It's covered with the whipped topping, but on top, you actually also get the churro toffee. So if you heard us on the Disneyland episode, we talked about churro toffee down in Pooh's Corner and how excellent that is. And we talked about this shake briefly on that episode, but this is the churro shake over at Schmoozies. They are very sweet. So for a lot of people, I know that it can be too rich, can be too much, especially with the toffee on top. So in that case, you may want to share it, but I can eat a whole one. They are so good. The churro shake is definitely up there at the top of the list. Now, that doesn't mean that our number one's not fantastic because I absolutely love the number one as well. But I think that more of our listeners will like the number one over the churro shake. And that is over on Pixar Pier, Jack Jack's Num Num Cookie. If you've not had one of these, they are amazing. They are huge. They come in a large circle format, like in a muffin cup type thing with a huge warm cookie there in the middle. It's more of a cookie than even I can eat. Like I said, a lot of these treats are very rich. I can get through maybe about half of it. I will share this with my daughter. She absolutely loves it. My wife as well. So Jack's Num 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 Cookie is a really great treat in the park and definitely something I recommend checking out. Now, because of The Incredibles, and if you're familiar with that movie, you know that Jack is the baby of The Incredible Family, and it's right over across from The Incredicoaster, so it's really easy to find. A lot of kids love The Incredibles and love Jack-Jack. So this is a treat that is very kid popular. As the day goes on, it's one of those treats that not a lot of people may be aware of or know of. It's at a cart right outside of the ride there at The Incredicoaster. So we recommend get there early because as the day goes on, the line gets longer. So similar to Dole Whip over at uh, Disneyland or at Magic Kingdom out in Orlando, uh, there are some places that the treat line does get longer throughout the day and Jack Jack's Num Num Cookie is one of them. So get there early, get that cookie going in the morning and enjoy it because it is really good, especially when it's served hot and fresh for you. That brings us now to the I can do this all day tip of the day and actually The tip that we shared on our Disneyland episode, I'm bringing back today just because it is so important of a tip. And I want to give you a couple call outs on this that will help make your day better. And that is to use mobile ordering. So most of the places that we've talked about here, so whether it's Cozy Cones or PIMS or these others, you can do mobile ordering, which is really nice and helps you speed up your day. So as you're going through a line, I recommend if you're getting hungry, pull up your app, take a look at the items out there at the closest restaurant or where you want to go and start a mobile order. And then you can set it so that when you're done, you can go pick that up. The other reason that I love it, and and this is why it's key for me and my family and knowing what's available to us out there is when you're hungry and you go in there, you see the one or two items on the chart that look good and you're just going to order that and you're done, especially if they have a picture. When you're on their mobile device, though, you can go through, scroll, read all the descriptions, especially if you're waiting in line. When you read the descriptions and you look at all the pictures and you check out the items, we have found dozens of different things that we were not aware of. So, for example, the cheese stick over at the Corn Dog Castle, 
that was one that you wouldn't be aware of normally just walking up there because you're going to see the corn dogs. You want to look for these items when you're going through the mobile ordering. And then when you see something that sounds good or looks unique, try it out. Tell your friends and family about it. Did you like it? Did you not like it? That's how we have gotten through most of the parks and tried most of the foods is we always look for something new. And I will honestly say the best drinks I've ever had in the parks have come through finding them on mobile ordering and discovering it that way. Not from anyone telling me, not from any other means, because when I'm thinking drinks in the park, I automatically just go to Coke, Diet Coke, those typical sodas or water. And by looking at the list, you can actually see a lot of them have specialty drinks. And when you check those out, some of them are really good. There is a PB&J drink over at Pim's. That's awesome. Obviously, the churro shake shows up there. Over at Disneyland, we talked on the last episode about Mila Rune juice, which is really good. Out in Orlando at Pecos Bill, you've got the root beer float type drink, which is awesome. And that's one of my all-time favorites. All of those I found through mobile ordering. I did not know about any of them before I got there. So we definitely encourage you guys, use mobile ordering. That's going to make your day go a lot quicker, a lot smoother. And it's going to get you to the front of the line, and then you're not going to have to wait in the food line. So with that, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Again, click that subscribe button and join us for our next episode as we go down to downtown Disney. Thanks. Bye-bye.